This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Listening to the Propaganda Reports Drive Time News Blast and Nighttime News Blast tonight. Joining me to help out for the first time here in a minute is host of the Mad Ones podcast and creator of the AI Presidents with Mullets that you've probably seen all over Twitter. That is Cam Harless. Cam, thanks for helping out. Uh, also, as a special guest tonight, we have prolific podcaster and host of the Tinfoil Hat podcast and many others, Sam Tripoli joining us tonight how's everybody doing i'm, I'm good great. Great, great great fantastic I, I wanted to talk Damn, to i love you. your work bud thanks oh, man. it's awesome it is blown up all over twitter man it it's is great, great. and yeah. I, I love uh what would you call me what kind of podcaster prolific podcaster prolific prolific yeah, that, yeah. That, that's just political correct for a crazy person yeah well i, I think we're all crazy people here so yeah. it, it 90 million podcasts because they can't shut up the voices in my <laughs> <head>. <laughs> well i want to talk to you guys because i want to hear those voices and you guys are both fathers you have daughters i i don't have a daughter i have nieces and this story it, it relates to um it it makes me think if I were a father, how would I feel about the story? And to give a little bit of a tease, I put together a highlight video of the person in question that this story involves. Oh, and man. It, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic <laughs> when you actually see this player in action. So let me give you a rundown of the story. Then we'll hit the highlights. The story involves a high school, girls' high school basketball team in Vermont. It's Mid-Vermont Christian School. They recently withdrew from a state playoff game because the other team had a transgender player on their team, a biological male. And, and they withdrew for the obvious reasons. They said that it wouldn't be fair and that it jeopardizes the safety of their players. And, and I think we might see another reason that could be valid in some of the video here. And, and because they pulled out... The, it was announced yesterday by the Vermont Principals Association, which is like the governing body of high school athletics in Vermont, that Mid-Vermont Christian would no longer be able to participate in VPA-sanctioned activities in the state. So in-state basketball tournaments moving forward because they violated standards of trans in inclusivity. And not just that, this does not just apply to the girls' basketball team. The ban applies to all of the sports teams at their school. So in Vermont, either you force your girls to play 
against biological males on, in women's sports or all of your student athletes are excluded from sports altogether when it comes to state tournaments. That's for the sake of inclusivity. So uh, l- let me get y'all's thoughts on that, instant reactions. Then I'll give you a few more details and we'll hit the highlights. Well, I mean, instant reaction is, you know, I do have two little girls. They don't play sport. They're, they're too young for that. Um, but I, my the first thing that always comes to mind is, uh, I don't know if you know the name Fallon Fox. I think that's her name. She was a MMA fighter, who a transgender MMA fighter who just beat the living tar out of women. And that's what I that's that's where my brain goes immediately is the the amount of the like, logic. Actual, yeah, actual <laughs> physical injury that if my girls were on this team, they could actually end up, you know, incurring. Yeah, I mean, it's like everybody knows it's ridiculous. And, you know, these liberals, this is what happened, man. The internet was an um, amazing thing for information. But it also, at the beginning of, took our eye off a of local and made us all focus on Washington, D.C. That's what, like, USA Today did and all that. We're like, what's going on in Washington? People didn't pay attention to their education boards or city councils. And then they just slowly moved these idiots in there who believe in this kind of they're so pampered everybody's making this decision i guarantee you come from rich families they don't have real problems so they've created this kind of windmill don Quixote fighting windmills thinking they're monsters kind of bullshit of inclusive in, inclusivity and what they've really done is they're just useful idiots and we all know that males and females are built different. We all know that, okay? They keep thinking it's about te- oh testosterone. I'm a te- no. It's about physical muscle mass. When when a man beats a woman, no one goes, but he had too much testosterone for her. No, dude. We all know why <laughs> domestic abuse is bad because a man is physically b- bigger than a woman. To and this is all part of. The, this Marxist movement is not not like Latin American Marxism, but like this college Marxism, which is to get you not to believe in your eyes, your ears or what your experience is. Yeah. And we all know a trans woman has male body built like a male. OK, has male muscles and compete at a high. It's like getting it's like it's like Tyson Fury being able to compete in Floyd Mayweather's weight division because he identifies as a flyweight. Right. We all know it's not the same thing. And at a high school level, too, there's no, there's no suppressors or anything going on. There's no hormone suppressors. Not that that makes a, a difference. It's just a dude out there playing against chicks. And this particular dude is six foot four inches tall. And okay. here's another thing. And, like, if it's, it's the guy you think it is, yeah. he's also not a high school kid, right? I mean, like, if it, is it this guy that looks like he's, like, a, a 50-year-old trucker? Is that it? Is no, that that, that's a college player. Oh. That, yeah, that's a college player. This is actually a high school player. And the so this is from an article. The, the kid's name is out there and stuff. It's not me putting that out there. The, this is in all of the articles that are reporting on it because th- there's a quote from the coach of the team going around. And the coach of the trans player said this, talking about how good the player performed in a recent win, said, 
Rose brings such great energy to the floor, the LTCS coach said. We, nicked, we nicknamed her Rose, not in my house, Johnson, because she does not let anything come through the lane. Not in my house, Johnson. Not, not to mention the last name Johnson is a bit ironic. But <laughs> the coach acknowledging, it's just like, so I watched, I, I, I you know, skimmed through a couple of the games and it, it was a, pretty obvious to me that the beginning of the game, the coach is like, take it easy on these gals. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, go out there and man up. And, and he starts playing like a boy. And, and so I put together a little bit of a compilation uh, of clips and, and to see if the justification that this Christian school that is now banned from all athletics, really, when it comes to the state tournament participating, uh, their justification of it not being safe for their, their players and not being fair uh, is a good justification. And you guys can be the, the judge of this. Let me pop some of these clips in here and we'll do a little experiment here. See if you guys can tell which the, 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 the trans player is when I put it up on, on screen here. Uh, if you can see that there, any, like any ideas? Uh, is it the ref? <laughs> it's the one that's a little taller than the ref. Actually, when the ref walks up, it's the uh, one in red doing the jump ball. And this is the jump ball for a recent game. Uh, I, I, I'll let oh, you by see. By the way, there's another big chick on the red team. I think they got a couple trans. Look at the one right there. She's the one yeah, right. itching her crotch right there. That, She's that, pretty big too. There's honestly when I first was looking at it, I, I was. It took me a second to realize which one it was, and I verified it with uh, some of the comments by the coach. Look at this jump ball. This is one of the easiest jump ball wins you're ever going to see in your life. So let me get the uh, audio up here. All right, here we go. Referee throwing the ball. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just stupid. It's it's a joke. <laughs> just taps it. I had that at 1.5 speed. That a little bit slower there. Look how easy this is. So the kid just barely leaps and just slaps it over to uh, a teammate. So that's just a, a little little taste of um, not in my house Johnson skill. Yeah. And <laughs> now we're going to see what Terrible kind of man. we're going to we're going to subtly go up. We're, we're just going to see what kind of rebounding ability not in my house Johnson has. Skipping over here. There we go. So you can see the the size difference there. Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. Right. The way that this this kid is standing, it's just a dude. So obviously yeah, a dude. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And and watch this here. Simple rebound. So so that 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 was. Oh, look at this. Look at the elbow. So throws the elbow. Uh, uh, the other kid actually did a better basketball move and got position, but because this kid's a giant, just reached over and got the board. Now, now we're going to see uh, uh, some shot blocking ability come into play. I got about three, four, three or four clips here uh, of some uh, increasingly impressive shot block. You know, they have those videos of uh, uh, difficult three pointers, they get increasingly more difficult. These are shot blocks, increasingly better shot blocks. Comes out, three point attempt, blocks the three pointer. So oh I've had, my God. I, I've had a three pointer blocked once in my life, 
and it's because there was a seven foot guy on the other team, and it's like he was at the block when I shot yeah, it somehow. Yeah, Shafir blocked my shot, but he's also six four and super lanky. <laughs> totally. So this team right here, when I skimmed through this game. All this team did was shoot three-pointers because they couldn't go in the lane. Yeah, I mean, it's just, dude, like, we're trying to explain illogic. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. And, and, like, it's, it's just, it's like this weird thing where it's like, if just because you decide to identify as another person, another another gender, you are giving, you are given uh, opportunities that nobody, men or women, are ever given to. And it's, like, so insane that – and the worst part is, like, I don't know if you ever watched – there's all these YouTube videos now where, like, guys will get, like, five of the hottest dumb chicks in the world. Yeah. And just go, hey, to find a woman. And then they all just freak out, and they're just like, ah, oh, God. And, like, the fact that women are co-signing on their own – like allowing this to happen to them is ridiculous. It seems like only mothers and men are upset about this. Women, particularly liberals, just cannot come to grips with that somebody on their side might be full of shit. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Yeah. Right. Do you remember that, that conversation between um, Joe Rogan and Adam Conover where they argued about women or trans women in sports? Yeah. And it's it's like it's so funny because the claim is uh, one he, one of his arguments was that uh, sports are um, made for men's bodies and that's why it's unfair it's it's unfair for women to play at all or something. I'm like I don't know what point you're making here. Um, but the other thing was he was talking about how there's no difference, there's no physical difference between men and women. It's so but stupid. So dumb, maybe man. three months ago I was on TikTok and one girl who she she was six feet tall and she was talking about how. Uh, she had met a dude or a good friend of hers who was a dude, and he was literally five foot six, so much shorter than she was. And yet he picked her up and moved her, and she was stunned by how strong he was because she thought she could take anyone at his size right. because she was so tall. And it was like a non-starter when she – and then I saw a bunch more being like, yeah, no, this well, is totally a thing. If you watch like, like MMA fighters and boxers – Sometimes they'll like with the with a female boxer MMA woman who's like kind of dominating women, they'll always like throw her in the spar against guys, and they're just like, Nope, I had no chance. So this is a true story, dude. I was at a uh, kids uh play indoor playground in LA, and dude, I turn my back and there is Serena Williams. And man, I'm telling you, I have never seen a woman built like a Viking like this in my life. I've never seen it before. And I know there's a lot of people like, oh, she's trans. She's a chick. She's 100%. She had the fattest peach I've ever seen in my life. And it was like a big, fat peach. And I felt like I was watching a 300 walk by. She was the She's the Brock Lesnar of women. And she even says she can't beat a top 300 guy 
in tennis. Yeah. And that's the biggest chick you will ever see. I mean, when you watch her, you go, this is a god amongst mortals. That's how I right. felt when I saw her walk through the room. Do you remember right. her famous match with a with the dude? Because she said that she could beat any man that was outside of the top 200 tennis players. She lost. That was right? her claim. I can't remember who was it against. Um, it, his name was uh, Karsten Brosh, a German dude. He was t- ranked 203rd, and he wiped the floor with both of those sisters. Totally. Yeah, and she, like, I'm telling you, dude, you will be shocked when you see how big this woman is. Like, in ter- not fat, but in terms of just, a, a, like, She's the built. most muscular person, woman I've ever seen. I've never seen anything yeah. like this before. And people do the the exception. It's you know, well, they, he could beat, she could beat some. Yeah, of course she could beat me in, in tennis. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. play tennis, yeah. but when it comes yeah. to the exact level, and oh, they always have like some chick, like some really great boxer fighting like a twink in like right. Thailand. <laughs> yeah, and they're just lighting him up, and it, you're like, see, you're like, you remember when Rogan, who I love with all my heart, but he was actually floating the notion that Ronda Rousey. Could maybe outbox Floyd Mayweather and everyone like oh, like dude we love you yeah, but like no that's way. the craziest and then she got in with a like striker and she just got lit the fuck up and Ronda Rousey was like the, one of the greatest judo uh, practitioners out there for women so she wasn't a slump uh, any kind of slouch but it's not even close bro it's, it's not, not even- close at all and, and so the, the the fact that men are going to dominate women in sports. You know, when they're at the same level, obviously. What what this gets to in a second is what, as a father, I want you guys to see is something that could be considered sexual assault in any other arena. To to spoil it a little bit, let me show you a few more blocks. Uh, th- then we'll get to that because that's something I hadn't even uh, considered until I, I watched what what was going on uh, uh, in this basketball game. Uh, now here's a, a just a, a couple more blocks here. After there's a three point line block. Now here's a pump fake. Oh, it works. Oh, does it work? Because six foot four block. Now, this one here, watch this block. I think this is the, the, the really badass block here. Three point game comes in. Now, that, the next block. This is like NBA level block right here. Ball thrown in. Just rips it out of the kid's hands. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> did you see that? What are you doing, dude? And <laughs> you know what's so interesting, man? And I think this is really why haven't we seen this on a high level college team or a WNBA team? And I think because those are already a very gay community. So they don't have to do anything crazy with those two levels. Because, right. you know, they always yeah. say the WNBA is 90% lesbian or something like that. So, of course, you're not going to put a trans in there because that's already cultural Marxism. Why haven't we seen uh, a trans woman compete against the, the Connecticut Huskies where they've been dominating for so long? Why haven't we done that? And that, to me, lets you know why this really is such a psyop happening right now because totally. it's really only against straight girls well yeah i mean how many people have you seen pushing for trans men to be in any sport with men no. at all that's not gonna you work very because, well <laughs> now it's not yeah. gonna be the same effect so they, they right. can't do that they, they're, they're trying to make this claim but they're not pushing the other side whatsoever no. 
And, and the thing about this Vermont Principals Association that ban this entire school now from participating in state tournaments, they are part of the national organization that sets the rules and standards for high school athletics. So th- that's where that stuff can start to leak into uh, national high school athletics here. And, and so I, I believe this is the 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 clip uh, aware. Uh, um, yeah. So this team was losing by like 20 points. And but then the they said – play like a boy and they came back and won and they came back and won because they could no longer score because the guy started blocking every shot hold on so what team was winning the white team the white team was beating the team in red by 20 points because the first por- portion of the game the kid just ran around and obviously didn't try then in the second half you could tell the coach said all right man up and started blocking everything and started so the kid's terrible on offense can't shoot at all they never pass the kid the ball because he just throws it up every time but he gets rebounds and he'll score sometimes but uh, when he tries on defense it's impossible for the other team to score unless they make a three-pointer so once they got down by 20 he locked it down and the other team basically didn't score they scored like 10 points the rest of the game and they ended up losing and it's super interesting to me because you know, if you look at that Leo Thomas thing, this thing just came out where they were trying to make it seem like there was yep. a scandal, right. right? That her, she's actually sexually attracted to men being turned into women for sexual pleasure. Autogynephilia. What's that? Autogynephilia. Is that, is that what it's called? I love that you yeah. have a name for that right on, right off no, the tip of your it's, tongue. Well, it, because it was a big controversy <laughs> for a while. Yeah. And but I go, isn't that what he's pretty much doing though? I mean, yeah. like, so I think the notion what they're trying to say is that he doesn't actually think he's a woman. He's attracted to being a man forced to live like a woman yeah. as a sexual sex slave, which yeah. is very weird because he's dating another trans person, right? Which is a girl who thinks she's a guy who thinks she's a girl, or is it a girl acting like a guy? It's like some weird. So, so it's actually a hetero relationship that he's in with it's, much more, I don't know, many more steps. <laughs> I was telling this about, man. I was telling this to uh Kellen on conspiracy social club. There's a story I saw on TikTok about this lesbian that was telling the story about how her and her girlfriend wanted to support trans rights. So they went to this trans camp. It was like a for like trans women. So they these lesbians went there. She ended up meeting a trans woman there, and they she kind they kind of hit it off. And next thing you know, he's hooking up with the trans woman who still has her dick, and she's amazed at how much she loved having sex with the trans woman, which is a long way to go to say you love <laughs> dick, which makes you like ninety percent, ninety seven percent of other all the females on planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> long journey this is how dumb it is but like these women are who are co-signing this stuff they have no clue what they're doing and 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 like we have this new thing where it's like they've been talking about like by the year 2030 or something like that like half the women will be childless and the reason that's super dangerous is because we tend to become a little more conservative when we have children We tend to like start to go, okay, I have to think about the world that my children are coming into. Now that this large population isn't having children, they're no longer becoming that conservative and they're actually becoming more progressive for a couple reasons. One is what Brian Callen said was a really good point was that instead of like 
putting putting all their money love into a child. Now they're putting it into the world. Now they want to mother the world. Yeah. And on second to that is like a lot of them are in these very big cities, which are super progressive, and they're all their career now becomes everything. And they're now showing now they're bending over backwards to show that they are conformist to these really cultural Marxism points of views. So they bend over backwards, even when logic makes no sense at this point. Yeah, and you can't even lay out logic to to people as well. It's not you know laying this stuff out isn't. It's not a slight against somebody who is an adult and chooses to to be trans. It's it's illustrating how ridiculous it is to ban an entire school's athletic program from participating because of something that obviously is unfair. And when you look at the way this kid throws elbows and fouls in these games obviously is a, a danger and the clip i got this one in slow motion this last pack then a clip where he the next one he fondles a player's breast now yeah. basketball you put your you move your hands around a lot but you know when you're playing against guys then you know you're not touching boobs but when you're a guy playing against girls and your hand goes directly across boobs and lingers for a minute you start to wonder you know yes and of course this here's that one, that last one, in in, uh, in slow mo. Oh, get that back <laughs> up there, because that that was like you know that was an, an incredible block right there. You know NBA type stuff, slow motion, ball goes in, twenty five comes over. Let me get a three. Look at that, just rips it right out of the other kid's hand. It's just. What is that elbow she just throws? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She throws those elbows. Like, it, it does that the whole game, and that's why, why it's dangerous. At one point, I think I might have uh, skipped through it, but at one point there's a dad near the camera going, come on, you got to be kidding me. It's just like. <laughs> well, what's very interesting is that most competitors want to compete against better competition, right? Like. Yeah. Like if you watch like all these MMA guys or boxers, they're constantly moving up weight classes to take on better competition. It happens all the time. You want you love to play college basketball, but the pinnacle of basketball is the NBA. Everybody wants to make it to the NBA. You'd love to go to Europe. You'd love to go to China. That's great money, but nothing's the NBA. Nothing's right. the NBA. You want to take on the best. And right. but trans yes. athletes are the only ones who want to take on lesser competition. Right. <laughs> well, it's like so, yeah. a good point of that is I don't know if you saw uh, skateboarding is going to be in the Olympics coming up. And for a long time, they actually judged men and women on the exact same oh, yeah. scale. Oh, yeah. And men, men were dominating. I mean, we've had tons, we've had years and years to to perfect this, but um, the women actually lobbied to have special rules so that they could get those nines and tens that the men were getting. Of course, I mean, like, listen, there's different biologies going on here. Absolutely, and, and like, you know, like, you know, there's this whole thing that women aren't funny. There's so many funny ass female. There comics really is, out yeah, there, right. There's so many great comics out there. And the truth is, most of them are the weirdos. Aren't your typical, yep. like, like uh, traditional woman? Because comedy comes from pain. They're antisocial, yeah, like, but they're funny yes, as shit. Kershaw, yeah. Fortune Fenster, both lesbians, crushers. Because they like comedy comes from this desire to survive, right? So we have different fucking builds 
for a reason. We're built to do different things. And what modern day feminism has done has demonized the divine feminine. So there's right. actually women who think having children is some kind of mental illness. Like the like they think having kids is ridiculous. Why they celebrate their dog's birthday. Right. <laughs> yeah. And they dress their dog up on Halloween and, and all kind of crazy stuff. It's so ill. There's so much illogical. And, I, and then on top of that, a new study just came out of uh, Canada that said like women of Toronto, they interviewed a bunch of women from Toronto. Two thirds of them say they suffer from mental illness. Yeah. Okay. How many of them are on pharmaceuticals? It's just this whole thing where it's like ma- ma- cultural Marxism teaching them fifth generation feminism. They're on birth control. That's messing with their biological. So the, these two things have shish about the brain so much. They're also on pharmaceuticals. And then they're the ones telling us, we don't know what happiness. We don't know how to live a proper life. We don't know what goodness is. We don't know all this crazy shit. In reality, they've just been pushed into this kind of fucking chaotic place that goes against their biological drives. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, well, they'll they'll self-diagnose, too. They'll get that medical book. I know yeah. girls who will just pull that book out and say I'm this or that because they want to blame whatever issue is going on uh, on that thing. And, and this whole idea that it's somebody else's fault and that the government should take care of all of it, it, it just creates this culture that – which cultural Marxism promotes that, that you should sit around and do nothing and, and wait for uh, big brother to come in and solve everything for you. What Sam, what was the um, percentage that you gave about women who will be childless? It was like 50%. Well, I mean, th- that's a, an absolutely stunning success for the progressives who are notably for depopulation. Well, I mean, and it's, it, that's, that's scary for everybody. Cause think of the people who are, not having the kids now it's 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 uh it, like it, let's throw in only fans too like what only fans yeah. does to a woman's ability to mate with a with a, the most proper of mates it really decimates that so now you got these college educated women not having children and then you have these viking bitches and like this <laughs> notion that if you got D cups, you got to be finger blasting yourself on the internet, <laughs> yeah. which which is low vibrational stuff, which eliminates so many guys that don't want that to be the mother of their children. Yeah. So yeah. now you're taking these two what normally be high functioning females out of the mating pool. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you have you heard about what? Um, I mean, despite you know the other physical effects, what? Um, women's birth control the hormonal stuff does to the way they perceive men and how as soon as they get off of it suddenly they're into masculine men who take charge and do this that and the other but before that they're looking for weaklings they can control well it also (laughs) gets into like you know what television is trying to brainwash women into it's like you know you got the kardashians dating like and i don't care who you date man i'm like really i'm not enjoying this new movement where it's like they're, they're pushing like I, I know this can't be real, but Tennessee was pushing like ending like interracial marriage. Like I, I if, if that's a real thing, I don't know. It like I'd be like, that's going backwards. Like our whole thing, and this is my whole thing about the trans movement and all that shit. I don't care what you do when you're 18 years old. Yeah, light yourself up like a Christmas tree. It means nothing to me as long as you're not going hurting people, in particular children. I, I talk about this every time on every show I'm on. I live in Hollywood where like ever where women 
have convinced everybody that there is microaggressions of male sexual harassment in everything. Except for, like, except for high school basketball. Then boob touching's fine. And we'll get into that, too. So everything's <laughs> sexual harassment by men, male toxicity. And then on top of that, they're all going to therapy, and they're all on pharmaceutical drugs to deal with trauma, most likely from the from their childhood, and most of it's sexual trauma. And they're the ones who are telling you that dr- men dress as street hookers, gyrating in front of fucking children, <laughs> is like artistic. Right. And, and who are the therapists, too? So who's becoming therapists in this generation that are giving them advice? Most likely the therapists are, are going to be people who lean that way. It, it, That's it, my whole thing. Like, okay, you're going to tell me how the world works, how happiness is. I want to know how many pharmaceutical drugs you, you yourself are on, okay? Yeah. And how many therapists do you see? And I'm not against therapy. I go to a, uh, a a recovery meeting every day where we just basically bitch and we tell each other how good we are. You know, it's like the close thing to a fucking chick friendship I'll ever be in. But that's what it is. But you, you have people who are like t- telling you one thing out in public and then going home and living a complete opposite life. They're miserable. They're drinking box wine. They got a thousand cats and they're, t- they're lying to younger feminists about what they should be doing and how they should be doing it. Cause misery loves company. Absolutely. Last clip. This is the w- watch closely. And I, I have it in slow-mo also of this is towards the end of the game. Over. So you see they're down 35, 16 here and they come back at this point and they're winning. And, uh, so you see here at the beginning of the clip, the kid just stands in the paint the whole time. Uh, he, he signals to get, throw it to me. You see that right there? Throw it to me. Uh, so you're already setting up the play, you know, just go ahead, give it to me. I'm going to dominate this. Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, they're down one. Yeah. They're, they're, they're up by one at this point. Oh, they're up by one. Yeah. So kid says, give it to me. Now here comes the other team. Now you'll notice that this girl who, who, who he's guarding, uh, or who is guarding him, She's the best player probably on this other team and, and also the most well-developed player on, on the other team. She's, the she's biggest tall, CTs. Yes, exactly. And okay. watch, watch his move here. Putting it in. Swings around. Oh, there's the hand. Scrape across the breast. Very clearly. <laughs> that, did you see that foul there also? That, that girl gave a hard-ass foul at the end. Here it is in slow-mo. Watch this. Wrap around. Boom. Right on the boobs, scrapes across there for a minute. Now, now, did he do it on purpose? Uh, probably not. But that doesn't change the fact that if we, if this situation continues to persist, that hey, I can go play basketball on the women's team and grab some, grab some tits all day w- yeah. without nobody caring. Yeah. Well, I, mean, yeah. I know that dudes, and I, I, I'm sure women are the same way. Like, if you've ever played a sport, your butt's going to be slapped by someone. In basketball, this, especially, you're banging up against people. It's it's a very you know physical sport. Well, I mean, intentionally, like literally, just your team your teammates slapping your ass. Like, is it? Does this not cause alarm for anyone? Any parents? That's what I want. Like that right there to me is enough to say, okay, I don't want to play against this team because I don't want my daughter's breast felt up during the middle of a game. And yet in the state of Vermont, you either have to allow your daughter's breast to be felt up in the middle of the game or your school's entire athletic department, all the students in it are not allowed to play in the state tournament ever it's, again. It's just uh, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable that we're at this place right now. And the truth is, and like I have trans friends. They're, I love them. They're wonderful people. 
some of them are hot as fuck, to be honest with you. They're like <laughs> smoke shows. Yeah. If they walked in the room and be like, that's a hot shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? At my age, they're the only ones who think I'm attractive anymore. But <laughs> the point is, is that I don't really, you know, this isn't to me, and I, I know I'm not like typical conspiracy theorist, but I don't really have a problem with trans people at all. I live your life. I always say live your life. I don't care. They basically want every day to be Halloween. That's all they want. Yeah. And like, I think we should all be allowed to dress like you know, ninjas or Jedis and yeah. live our lives like that. But the reality is there's just not enough of these people to completely change the way we operate. Like if yeah. you go, like you can go, well, what about handicapped people? Well, I go, I guarantee you, if you go three or four blocks in a Midwest town, you're going to see some kind of handicapped person, whether they're walking with a cane or they're in, they're in, there's a lot more of them. Dude, you could go from you once you get outside of LA and you're driving to New York cross country, you could go days and days without seeing a trans person. You could go oh, forever. Yeah. They're not uh, people want to act, and that's the whole like if you watch these vice like um debate shows with all these panels, if the world uh, vice wants you to believe that America is 80% black, 40% gay. You know, and it's just like right. these demographics <laughs> yeah. that don't fix fit anything at all. Yeah. It's it's like it's unbelievable because that's what television wants you to believe it is, and it's not, and it's not even in LA's like that or New York or. But those are the most diverse. The rest of the country is either really white or really Mexican. Right, and that's how they use the, the communication apparatus to control it. Sir Tim of Tunnel says the tyranny of the minority in, in Rockfin here, and that's exactly what it is. They can project this idea that it is there's more of the the world that uh, that are embracing these point of views when the reality is that that it's just a minority of people who who control what we see and hear through the interwebs. And actually, that's why they want us all connected and why they want to consolidate and, and control the internet. It's just it, the 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 flip you're right the flip of logic that they're able to get people to embrace and, and who, who's being harmed here the way they're talking about this this story is as though this christian school are, are a bunch of bigots who are uh, denying the existence of, of a trans girl yet yet uh, and they're talking about inclusivity yet all of these children have been harmed at this school yeah. because it, it's just crazy yeah. so how reverse it is you mentioned d disabled or handicapped people, and so I, I just decided to do the math. Uh, 1.6 million people, apparently, according to this, uh, identify as transgender in the United States, which is 0.48% uh, of the population. <laughs> um, and the percent of people who are disabled in the United States is 22%. Leaks I mean, there's a and lot bad. of fucking, we're, you know, handicapped people. So it's like, that's why you have handicapped ramps, handicapped bathrooms, handicapped that. Because there's a large percentage of the population, it, not large, but a, a, a decent size. I mean, 22% is a big, it's a large yeah, amount. Yeah, so, so, I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. There's no reason. And the people go, you know, I have friends of mine that, I, I mean, I know that they've had horrific sexual trauma as children and they, they, they'll be like we gotta protect trans kids and we got it like dude nobody's saying to go after trans kids that's right. not at all you want to set up a safe space for them 
do that. But there's not enough of them to completely change how we raise our children. It's just not when I watch these woke moms, these woke white moms at these all drag shows, and you look at them and you just go, you were born into such comfy existence that you are now over fucking virtue signaling that you are so down with the cause because you feel guilty about how good your life is and you feel so guilty yep. about it that you're willing to use your child as a prop. Yeah, it's never anybody struggling to get by who's involved in this. Just like none of these activists like in the Atlanta forest down here with the cop city, it's never any poor children who, who need food. It's always the it's, children of very wealthy liberals. It's SPLC lawyers. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Right. right. So, so uh, my, my friend sent me this when I told him about this story earlier about uh, you know, like nobody should be targeted of uh, uh, any sort of hate campaign at all. We, we should Except accept people. We should also well, not call typical like this ribbing typical of progressives. They do some shit. They get in your face. They push you, push you, push you, push you. Right. And the minute you say no and you push back, they act like you've attacked them. Right. Have you ever yeah. seen the video where uh, the, the they were at this these uh, kids were at Berkeley and a guy was wearing a guy had dreads and this black woman had his hands and was like, that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> and he's being really nice. She's like, no, that's, that's from my ancestor. And he just did this to get his hand back. She's like, don't you, physically attack. Right, don't hit me. Yeah, yeah. It's all in the fucking definition, the way, the way they, they, they try and define it to- totally. And so that that's, if they control the definition of it, then it's just, I, when I say hate, like, I, I mean, people should be cool. I know they try and manipulate the way hate is defined. Uh, this story this just went beyond ridiculous and made you think, what, what's going on in Bernie Sanders' state of Vermont up there? It's about a, a transgender Vermont school student who this article says was the target of a transphobic uh, hate campaign. Dude, who, read who, this. Ar- read this. Read this. This right here, you yeah. About, read what, yeah. read that paragraph exactly. Yes, <laughs> for your mind to fucking explode. She says that the student said, uh, uh I, I break in her silence. I want to be able to go out there and kind of just say, I'm trans, I am here, said the 14 year old first year student at Randolph Union High School who asked to be identified as a rabbit in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> as a rabbit. And then get, like in September, she's on the girls' volleyball team. Rabbit. Oh, she wants her name to be Rabbit. I oh, thought she wants her name to be Rabbit. rabbit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, she's. I thought idiot. it I said mean, Rabbit too. We've a lot. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> yes. Jessica like, Peluso told me that for two days when she was young, she wanted she she told her mom she was a cat. But, and, but yeah, right. And then then she moved on. You know why? <laughs> you know why that the confusion is there? It's because. Joe Biden has hired people in his in his uh, uh, administration who, outside of the White House, they live as a furry dog. Like, no, I so, mean, his he, whole thing is, I mean, that bald dude in dresses that's stealing <laughs> luggage is just insanity to me. I mean, that's stuff you used to want to hide that. You never want anybody to find that out if you're trying to get a job. Now it's Whoa. like your special skills. Bro. Have you seen the video, and I hope it's real, of Jesse, Jess Sommelier or whatever his I name is? I saw that that you tweeted earlier. I think it Can is you real. you find that and play that right now? It first. is hilarious, dude. dude. Yeah, yeah if, yeah. if that is real, that is the greatest video of all time. <laughs> 
So the way these, those guys were talking, it was, it was so, so funny, so dude. They reenacted the whole thing. And I, I think it. those really were the guys. I've yeah, got I it. You, you got to pull it up, Cam? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put put up there. I'm, let's watch that. You can call me Rabbit. I'm so fast. Yeah, you can. <laughs> dude, this is the funniest video I've ever seen in my life. It's on my uh, Twitter. All right, there it is. Oh, wait. There you go. All right, we got it here. Dude, this is <laughs> this is where we waited for Jesse to come before we attacked him. <laughs> so we the got here with 10 minutes to spare, and we had to plan our escape route to survey the land. This <laughs> building is actually right here, right above the stairs that we're going to attack him at. We made sure we got there at 2 a.m. sharp. On the dot. <laughs> on the dot. We had no phones because he did not want us to bring any phones. He said, so we don't lose them. I don't know if that's really the reason, but you can <laughs> deduce your own reason. So 2 a.m., he was fact. nowhere to be found. He was not there. So we were like, damn, what do we do? We didn't have no way of contacting him. He had no way of contacting us. So we waited here for about, what? Four four, minutes, it was about four, four minutes, minutes, but it felt like forever because it was cold as balls. So I saw him out the corner of my eye and I was like, okay, that's him. Let's go. Let's go get this empire. No, they're like acting yeah, it out when they're walking down the street. Him. That's that neck. Get that neck. Oh, he's moving fast. Come on, let's get him. Get that neck. Let's get him. As we cross the street, we said, hey, to get his attention. Hey, Nick. Hey, he turned around, looked at us, and that's when we started yelling uh, the famous slurs he wanted us to yell. Hey, aren't you that empire? Hey, empire It's <laughs> MAGA country. And then he said, what did you say to me? And then that's when I threw the first punch at him. <laughs> I held the blow because I didn't want to hurt him, of course. So I made it look real, but I held it. Then we started tussling, moving, moving around, and then I threw him to the ground. He wanted it to look like he fought back. That was very important for him because he said, hey, don't just beat my ass. Make it look like I'm fighting back and whatnot. So we did that, and then I threw him to the ground. And while after I threw him to the ground, I he had no bruise. I wanted it to look more real. So then I threw him to the ground. After I threw him to the ground, I used my knuckle and gave him a noogie. So I went like this. <laughs> Why did I do that? To give him a scar, to give him a mark, to make it look real. Like he really did get his ass beat. After I did that, I fake kicked him. I don't know what he was doing. I wasn't paying attention. That's where I came around with the bleach, the infamous bleach in the hot sauce bottle. Poured it on his shirt. He got it from and Hillary Clinton's purse. I finally put the rope around his face. I did not put it around his neck. I just placed it on his face, and that's when we took off. <laughs> They're running down the street. <laughs> Dude, is that for real? That's on Fox Nation. I saw it on, on Fox. They, they went to Fox. I, I love how they acted the whole thing out like a short film, and they had almost like comic book music. Uh, that might be it. the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That was, that's great. I, I love it. <laughs> you know, people still defend Jesse Smollett too. That's well, they crazy. all do. I mean, it's it's 
So everything's built on a lie, and they have to defend that lie. Uh, to the absolutely. End. And you then know, when it's so obvious a lie, they just move on and they pretend like there was never any discussion on it. Right. So, so you know Jesse Smollett, his he grew up in the same circles as Stacey Abrams because his parents were activists. They hung around the uh, uh, the, uh, the Black Panthers and stuff. And I can't remember the name of the other group, but they, they all grew up in the same circle. And, and other members of his family are big activists. So that, that's where... I think that whole uh, I think that is what pushed him into to doing this whole thing is the activism background that he has. All these people have, have these weird intertwined background. It, it's it's creepy and it's weird. I got one more clip for you guys. If you guys are up for it, it's a yeah, Stephen Stephen Colbert clip of just a, a new form of propaganda to look out for. And, you know, Stephen Colbert, the guy who did the dancing vaccines uh, songs. He is the worst. He's terrible, dude. It's so bad, he is the man. Worst. He, he, he introduced another form of propaganda, and he's talking about the Dominion case uh, against Fox News. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and by the way, real quick, before we get into this, I need people to know this because my co-host, Brian Callen, always brings up this Dominion stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Listen, anybody can bring a lawsuit against anybody. It's not a conviction, right? And if you have enough money, there's a lawyer that will ride this right into the ground, which will be years and years and years and years. If you have an unlimited amount of money, you can sue somebody till the cows come home. Right. And so a lot of people don't know this. There's a guy who was running Dominion at the time who was involved in these lawsuits, who is a British guy who is the president of the Open Bro. Society Foundation. His name is uh, uh, Sir Mark something Malik. Literally, his name is Malik. And he has worked with Stacey Abrams on things in Georgia. He's worked on manipulating elections in Alaska. I did. Uh, I dissected a video that he was involved in at Davos, this, this past Davos where he basically talks about manipulating elections. And I looked into his background. The guy's entire history and the reason he's best friends with George Soros is because he spent the past 30 years going to different countries and causing overthrows of governments by manipulating the election outcomes. This is a guy who was running Dominion at the time and is behind these lawsuits. Listen, my whole thing is like, how many, let's just, let's just go back to 9-11. That's only a little over 20 years ago, which is insane to me, but let's start there. Okay, so maybe you want to believe that it went down the way they they told you, which we all know it's not. The dancing Israelis lined up, <laughs> just fucking lit up that fucking all the beams like a Christmas tree, and most likely it was drones hit with some lasers and all that shit. So, we, yeah. we can get into that. But let's go after that. Weapons of mass destruction. Then we go into what? Russia gay. Then we go, oh, then anthrax scare, right? You remember the anthrax? Yeah, scare? yeah, yeah. Then we go into Russia gay. Then we go into uh, the Me Too movement of, of Donald Trump. Then we go into Pizzagate. Then we go into, and we just keep going, going, going. Coronavirus, vaccines, everything that we said was going on, they called us crazy, ended up, we were right. But yet, election fraud is the one thing that we're getting wrong. Right, yeah. And they leave out the fact that it's admitted in in those depositions that uh, the machines didn't work well and they weren't reliable. I mean, the whole thing with this Arizona one, it's like, oh yeah, they did print 2019 
inch ballots on 20 inch paper, which would make the thing rejected. And that only happened in conservative areas. But, you know, they didn't mean to do it. Right. The things that the media, and this is how you know when they're full of it, is by the things they choose to focus on, like like Colbert does here. How Tucker Carlson in emails had a different view of Trump that he seemed to express on the news. And I don't cite Scott Adams a lot because I, so Scott Adams, I've described him as the smartest, most naive person. That, that I've ever seen uh, create content because yeah. he, he's always been this guy who's like, oh, they wouldn't get together and manipulate things. And he slowly evolved. I remember the first time I saw him at Alex Jones a few years ago, he was just shocked by the things Alex Jones was saying, saying they would never do that. And he's like changed his position, but, but he's so naive about things, but yet he's so insightful. And he, he had an insight uh, about this stuff where he's like, it just seems to me like they're d- describing Tucker Carlson being what a journalist should be, which is unbiased in their reporting, even if they don't like somebody personally. And I'm like, that's a fantastic point that, that you're making right there. I agree. I, I think Tucker Carlson is a 100% limited hangout. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. his dad's propagandist. What he did to Gary Webb is unforgivable. And um, so. And he keeps bitching. He's like, the media isn't going to give you what you want. You know, they're not there to inform. Uh, you're part of the media, bro. Yeah, he's voice, really? dad, voice of America propaganda. So, so what's the thing with Gary Webb? Well, you could even look it up. I'll try, I'll try to find this real quick. He basically was part of the CIA's movement to just blackball Gary Webb from, from the media. To yeah. make it so it was impossible for him to work. That yeah. he basically got ran out of town, lost everything, including his family, and, you know, found dead in a hotel room with two bullets in the back of his head, in which they called that a suicide. Yeah. And Tucker Carlson, he says things we like, limited hangout. Absolutely. He has a background in propaganda. Well, you he know, you, the, the whole thing is like with Ron DeSantis, right? Like Ron DeSantis has all this the swamp people mm-hmm. behind him, right? Like, all of them, Jeb Bush, they're all they're all coming out for Ron DeSantis. And if you listen to Tucker Carlson recently, he was, he, you know, Fox News or somebody asked them a series of questions. And one of them was about the Ukraine and what they should do. And they went quickly through Trump's. Oh, Trump has always been anti, said he wouldn't do the war. And then Tucker just spent just romantically discussing Ron DeSantis's fucking response to it. like for five minutes, this deep dive into like everything Ron DeSantis was saying. And because I think that's the guy they all really want. Yeah, they really too. want Ron DeSantis because he was part of the whole, you know, waterboarding torture fucking team. Yeah. And, and he's like, uh, so him and Brian Kemp, Brian Kemp won't be the one they choose, but Brian Kemp from Georgia, because they didn't rely on Trump to, to win their races, are going to be a couple guys that they, they prop up. And, and I got to tell you, I just don't think DeSantis, so DeSantis has Trump on the vaccine angle because Trump, uh, 
he talks about his vaccine program, which is going to lose a lot of people. Uh, but I don't know if it's going to lose enough. But DeSantis can, can get Trump on that. But the fact is, DeSantis tries to be this this clean cut guy who's like Trump. And that's not going to work because Trump is going to force him to play dirty. And he's and he's not going to be able to to beat Trump at, at that game. And, and the whole idea that DeSantis is a groomer, which Trump didn't say, but he he retweet retruthed. I love that you have to say retruthed when it comes to his platform. I'm not saying DeSantis is a groomer. I'm saying that there could be people who accuse him of possibly being one. And you look at DeSantis and you go, I buy it. It's too sticky. And I think that there will be more that comes to that because he seems a little bit off. Well, I think Trump's playing that stupid. Of course. Yeah. You can still take out DeSantis but play the game with him. Yeah, totally. You're like, hey, dude, I like Ron DeSantis, but he ain't me. And he, you know what? I, you know what I do and you know how I do it. And Ron DeSantis took his entire playbook from me, right. uh, how he operates. But I think he's handling this wrong. I don't think it's going to derail him. But again, yeah. like, so we all know they're all Zionists. They're all just 100% deep throat and Zionists. Okay. There's no way around it. Right. But it's just like, man, they just don't like Trump to the point where I go, is it 90 D chess they're playing right now? Is it, is it like so deep a game that they're willing to go all that way to present like Trump isn't one of them? Like, do you get that at all, Cam? Like it's like I, a- I, I don't even know what they're playing with with Trump. Like it, all the stuff that I've seen. Like why would you want to? Okay, so I live in Florida, right? And so DeSantis has had a like him or not a positive effect on my life for sure. And so right. when you like if you if you could drive through my neighborhood, the neighborhoods around me, you'll see a lot of Trump flags are now DeSantis flags. You don't want to lose Florida. Yeah, for sure. I think it's he's playing it stupid. I think so, it's a dumb play. It's a, I mean, it's, he wants yeah. to play the heel. I get it. I understand that. But like, choose your battles, man. You can. He could just dunk all over the dude from Georgia whose name I can't remember. <laughs> Brian Kemp. Kemp. Yeah, Brian Kemp's. He's he's gonna be like this, and he, he's gonna be a heel that they'll put in there uh, to run and. Um, I had to dip out my computer unplugged and the battery turned low for a second. Stop bragging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I have a computer. <laughs> so I, I, DeSantis versus Trump is going to be fun to watch. The whole thing is going to be a big circus. It's going to be a bread and, you know, uh, whatever. It's going to be a circus. Yeah, it is, and we love it. Um, I think Trump comes out of that. I, I don't, I, and I do agree that DeSantis has done good things for Florida, but to me, he's like Uncanny Valley. That he says the right things and he seems like the right thing, but there's something off about uh, it. All well, I'm saying what? is Florida is a swing state and he had he's had no, like you're totally right. Like tangible positive effect for Floridians. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And the little it's almost like we're gonna take well, I mean, Florida is, has a lot of uh, a large Jewish population. So when he was banning free speech against, you know, BDS. Uh, they were all for it and they probably still are all for it. And again, that was what Trump did as well. But that to me, and like, listen, good luck getting a boy scout into the white house. I mean, good luck. <laughs> right. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you have to pick what you're willing to yeah. live. With. And uh, these guys both 
have t- attempted to curb the First Amendment in order yeah. to keep to protect, uh, you know, the Israeli government. And I, I, I'm sorry, I, I that to me is is bad. I mean, now would I take them over Biden? Of course, but you know that still doesn't mean I enjoy that. That that's a really big red flag. Did you see that story of, of this Israeli contractor? Used to be special forces over there. He was on video. I think it was the Guardian or something. They had it was like a Veritas like thing where they went in there and and they caught this guy. That caught me. He did it openly talking about how they offer services for half a million dollars more if you need it urgently to uh to basically steal an election uh, for your country. And, and they put on the the screen all all the. Uh, the countries that they had stolen elections in, or they had attempted to as the success number. I don't know what it was, but it was 33 different uh, elections. Obviously they always use that number. The United States was one of them. And when the undercover person asked about how they did some of these things, when it comes to, they created these fake accounts that had multiple different layers. So they had social media on every, so you could verify the social media. So they seemed real. When they asked, how do you do that? The guy said, I don't know. I, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. I'd have to take you out to the desert and bury your body in the desert. Nobody would ever find you again. So I can't tell you that. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, I don't know that he's kidding when he says that. Oh, he's probably not, dude. Not at all. All right, last like, thing. Trust, that I, oh, go trust ahead, DeSantis kid. when he tells you he's going to waterboard your ass. Like, just yeah. trust him. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. He probably would. All right, last thing here. That'll let you guys get out of here. Oh, God. Hey, Here's Colbert, the, the, the cuckiest <laughs> guy in late night. So much. Talking about those Dominion things and what Tucker Carlson said in oh, real, uh, real type quick emails. Before you go. So last night was the Oscars or two nights ago. Yeah. Oscars got 18 to 19 million viewers. And everyone's like, oh my God, the ratings were such shit. You're like, dude, two years ago they were 10 million. So they've actually gone up. Now from the past, we're Will like Smith effect. Well, yeah, probably. I mean, like, I mean, it's just like, I'm sorry, like, we, we, like, there's people on the right that are just like the left that just spin everything you know, in a way that gets you to gotcha, clickbait bullshit. Right. Yeah. It was a way better Oscar than it's ever been. They, they cut back on the woke shit way more than they did. Of course, they had, stu- Jimmy Kimmel said a couple dumb things like, he can't help himself. There were some movies that weren't recognized that were true stories, like The Woman King. You're like, that movie is the most offensive shit yeah. out there. And that's why nobody <laughs> yeah, went yeah. and saw it. Yeah, okay. Navalny, I think, was a big one there. And uh, they they did not let Zelensky come and, and speak. That was one. That's unbelievable because they would just love to suck off that guy. They, they love sucking Can I just guy. say, I think that maybe the only reason they got more viewers is just because people were rooting for Brendan Fraser. I mean, it's possible. I love that all the all the actors from the eighties just cleaned up. <laughs> yeah, I know they did. <laughs> Sam, did you like Chris Rock's special? Uh, I, I personally liked the part about about uh, Will Smith. I thought the rest of it was pretty much terrible. Well, you know, it's like I'm I'm weird because I don't really watch specials because I like to work free. Like somebody said, him and I have a similar bit, and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch it. I'm gonna keep doing my bit. Um. You yeah. know, Chris Rock is great. I, I like his. I love his He's brother. Him, yeah. Tony Rock's more my favorite. But Chris Rock is great, and it's just very hard, man. When you when you've made your bones on like talking about race so much that now, like, I just feel like that's getting to hackiness. 
black, oh, you know, right. black for sure. bitching about white people. Right. Right. Well, what he did, in my opinion, which I really liked his stuff about Will Smith, but other than that, it's like they said to him, here are all the jokes that Chappelle did. Now you're going to do the counter position of all those jokes. And to me, it just came off as really superficial. I, I love Chris Rock. Like I was like wanting to well, like really it. in dude. It's like, I, I've seen so many comics that just do a different kind of style than who they really are behind closed doors. Yeah. And like, they like when we're together, they 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 bitch about a lot of the same shit we bitch. And then you see their social media and they're just playing the game. And I just think eventually it all comes for you. You can you could play forever, but I think eventually cancel culture gets you, even though cancel culture isn't as powerful as <laughs> right. and we're now seeing a bunch of um I know we want to get out of here, but we're seeing a lot of um of of these ESG companies backing uh, out, pulling their money hey, out. That's now. good, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll shut up now. No, I mean, I, I, I can talk about ESG all night. I hate those companies. I'm glad that stuff's failing. Here's Colbert's propaganda, then we'll get out of here. These filings reveal oh, all sorts of... fucking audio on it. If we're gonna, there we go. These filings reveal God all sorts of... It. What, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, well, maybe I'm not going to get this for you. You just muted it. Did I? Yeah. Oh, Too tough you, to man. digest, but come <laughs> on. These, fil these filings reveal... All it appears to still be muted. Okay, so I think I must have not uh, even got that here. Uh, let me pull it. I know where the YouTube video is. I mean, the audio is working. Can you hear it? Yeah. Oh, you can hear it. I yeah. can hear it, yeah. Oh, I, I couldn't hear it. Okay. Here. So you guys can hear These that. filings reveal all sorts of damning private communications from Tucker Carlson, but these communications, you see, they're just texts. There's no audio. But The Late Show has used cutting-edge AI technology and this is true. We created a fake Tucker Carlson sound-alike to read his actual words from his actual texts, like when he actually wrote this about the former president. That's the last four years. We're all pretending we've got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there isn't really an upside to Trump. Wow. Well, I know it that really sounds funny, though. It, yeah, that's funny at all. It, it's nuts, though. To like this, this form of propaganda here wh where it, it's justified for him to take something that Tucker Carlson typed in an email and, and use deep fake technology to put his voice to it. Like we've seen a lot on, on YouTube, but, but th this being acceptable is to me a little scary because email and text they lack context. They lack tone. They lack tone. They lack a personal relationship. And for him to put that, we have no idea what the actual tone of the, those texts were. I mean, this to me is unacceptable. I, well, I'm just going to say this. This is, this is a couple things going on. Warning shots of things that are going to happen in the future where they're going to frame people for certain things <laughs> yeah. by using this. And, and it's just like, it's so hilarious how like the view and everyone's losing their mind about like about all the J January 6th footage being released, which should be because it's the government and evidence being hidden and they're all losing their mind. But they think it's perfectly fine to take private shit right. and put it out like this. Yeah, it, it's nuts. And, and the manipulation of it, if that's acceptable, 
and it's like Colbert is kind of like, I don't know what he did in his life. I don't know what they paid him to where he made the switch is completely sell out. But he he is kind of at the forefront of um, uh, uh, new propaganda stylings or propaganda messaging when it comes to to the late night audience. Well, dude, I mean, you want real the real damage. It's the view, man. If you watch what the view is saying, it is dangerous. And anytime you hear anybody say the phrase domestic terrorism or terrorist, domestic terrorist, you just know that that's a talking point given to them. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, not yeah, a yeah. phrase said in natural right. discussion. Yeah, that is totally. pushing a propaganda. And the view is doing that. And just think of who watches the view. Housewives who got nothing else to do. Yeah. And Ted Cruz goes on there sometimes too. It's like, <laughs> I'll be honest. The only time I've listened to the view on purpose was the time that they were um, talking about my tweet uh, where I uh, <laughs> caused an uproar in the Washington post. That's, that's literally the only time I've ever listened to them talk for more than like two minutes. Dude, I can't go. I can't go viral on my tweets. No matter how much shit I talk, I can't get anyone to get outraged by the shit I'm saying. <laughs> I'm trying so fucking hard. I'll be honest with you. When I stopped trying is when that shit happened. Okay. I got to just be not care. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. That's all I got, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out this late. Well, guys, thanks for having me on. Sorry if I talk so much. No, I love it. Appreciate it. It's a fun time. Nice to meet you, Cam. I love your work. Keep it up, dude. Thanks, man. Thank you guys who hung out in the chat with great comments and stuff. And, uh, you know, we'll put this out as Cam. I'll get you the, the video and the audio and we'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Can I mention something real Please quick? Please do. Uh, promote anything you want, by the way. Go ahead. I was just going to say you and I, Brad, are going to be not. Well, it's now technically tomorrow, Thursday. We're going to be talking to Jody Plowshay, the son of Gary Plowshay, the guy who shot his son's molester in the um airport oh, yeah dude yeah yeah we're, i we're, saw we're him about that this is my dad and i'm like yeah. nice, dude so to, uh thursday, thursday night is the yeah. 39th anniversary of the shot watched around the world and brad and i are going to be talking to him about that whole situation his dad that's awesome and, uh, and it'll yeah, be on rock sure. as well as uh youtube and everywhere else man yeah. your tattoo's got great color bro Thanks, man. My, my tattoo artist is pretty really good. nice color, dude. I'm pretty impressed by that. Yeah, just go to samtriply.com. Check it out. I've had, I've been blessed to have three podcasts recently that have been in the top 200 of comedy on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Tim Fall Hat, uh, Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen, and then my my I call it the Sports Center for the Apocalypse. <laughs> um, it's a it's a broken simulation with myself and Johnny. Check it out. Hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, hey, again, thanks for asking me to do this. I'll do it anytime. Oh, yeah. Th- thank you, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Have a fantastic uh, rest of your evening.